0: Welcome to Cast, everyone. Uh, got a good friend. Uh, he and his wife have um, become like, friends with my wife and I. And, and actually, it's funny. I, I think your wife could be my wife's younger sister. They look a lot alike. Um, but this uh, Brady Rederath, am I pronouncing that correctly? Rederath. Rederath. I was close. One of the reasons I wanted to get you on here, mostly I just like you and your wife, and you guys are funny as hell, but you kill a bunch of shit, and uh, you're not as well known as probably you should get credit for mostly cuz you don't go after uh insta famous status i guess but you you uh you're put you guys are both putting down quite a few animals each year you uh how much of that's is happening in your neck of the woods
1: well this this year in Saltford we've done it makes a big difference when we got two two younger kids now that can actually get tags so that's been a lot of fun this year i mean we had my daughter after I got back from the bear hunt in Montana, uh, she shot her first deer. These are just, um, like a mentor tag. So, um, they're just does, doe tags only, but which is super cool. They just be able to get out and hunt. She had a doe tag, got her doe, mule deer doe. My son shot his, uh, he shot a white tail doe this year and an antelope doe. I shot a mule deer, two mule deer. My wife shot a white tail. I missed a really nice buck with my bow and I kind of screwed that up for her, so I said, forget it. I'm not going to hunt this spot, and you can continue to hunt it. And I think that kind of wrecked it for her for a while. I mean, she struggled with the deer coming in and patterning them just right. But, yeah, we had a good season. There's a lot of opportunity here, especially when you're a resident. Um, Just the amount of tags you can get is crazy. So that's kind of – I'm already looking forward to next year, just the kids hunting. I mean, I've hunted my whole life and had so many good opportunities here and in North Dakota and all over that – I get to that point where I'm really looking forward to watching the kids hunting because my daughter shot her first deer and she was ecstatic. And she looked at me and she, we packed it out. We weren't that far in it, was probably three quarters of a mile, but no sense of dragging. He you can't you are on public lands. So he can't drive a truck in there. So we packed it out and she looks at me and goes, Dad, so uh, do I get to get another tag? I'm like, well, next year, <laughs> so, uh. so that's, yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity here. We've had a good season. I've been out of hunted out of state a few different
0: times, so You're going to Alaska next year. It's your first trip up there, isn't it? Or at least for mountain goats.
1: Um, yeah. We actually was gonna plan next year. I think we're gonna wait till twenty one. Yeah, it is actually my second trip to Alaska. I went on a caribou hunt. Oh boy. Oh eight years ago, I think. But I think this trip my wife really wants she wants to shoot a moose so bad and I think for the way The mountain goat hunt, the way we planned it, I think she's going to go with me, but she's just going to stay in Valdez uh, when we go up there, and I'm actually just going to go out on the hunt. But that's actually going to be 21. It worked out better for us in 21 the next year than this next year, so that's our plan for that. And Still got to figure out a way to get up there for a moose for her. She loves, I
0: don't know, she wants a moose
1: hanging in the house, I guess. So I'm running out of wall space. I don't know where it's going to go yeah if you can get
0: one <laughs> yeah well i'll um help you out with a couple of places to go or whatever when we get off the the horn here especially where you guys are at because you can drive to where the spots i go which makes it super oh, cool, super yeah. handy going up to bc but because you're doing though like you mentioned before you're doing a little bit of bow a little bit of gun a little bit of everything aren't you
1: yeah i i've done pretty much everything since i was younger i started I probably actually started shooting bow before. Well, I shoot, shot bow when I was little. I mean, when I was, I don't know, 10, 12, probably. Basically bow hunted. And then when I was old enough, I think 14, I was able to shoot my first year with a with a rifle. But I basically, I bow hunt every year and I rifle hunt every year. I enjoy bow hunting. I do it early season, September around here. And as, as soon as rifle starts opening up, I really get into rifle. I just, I've always been, an, always been a rifle guy. I've been, I shot, Shoot a lot of long range. Um, I used to shoot some F class matches, eight, nine, and a thousand yards. I've always just been a gun guy. I love building guns, trying different things. I love archery hunting, just the early season. So yeah, I do pretty much everything. The kids do both. The kids shoot archery. They can't really yet shoot a deer with a bow yet. The the poundage they're drawing and stuff. So, but that'll come. That'll come as we they get older and more practice and stuff.
0: But yeah, do you guys? Do you have land there where you can shoot out in the front yard and everything?
1: No, we don't. It's actually there's a city ordinance, or I don't I don't know how much they actually put into effect, but you can't shoot bow in town in your backyard. I think I don't know. I actually live in town, but we have a really nice archery range. Just it only takes a couple minutes to get to it. They got bags. Um,
0: Indoor pro shop or an outdoor? Is is it like a club or a pro shop?
1: It's just a club. We don't have. We're we're in a town of 3,500, so there's for us to go get work on any bows or get a bow or a gun we're driving a hundred miles
0: what do you, what do you do for your gear do you do a lot of online shopping
1: yeah i don't where i don't get anything around
0: here like for gear
1: it's all it's all online usually yeah because like say shields or like an archery shop or any of that that's or like it's ninety mile ninety to 100 miles to where we can get to actual guns or bullets to reload or some
0: camo or
1: Pretty much all my camo and gear is ordered online, just for that
0: fact. And you and the wife, are, you guys are in with Numa, correct? Because I, Fred Baum, a buddy of mine, I know he he's in with them too. You guys, uh, you use Numa quite a bit, don't you? And I don't know if you pronounce. Yeah,
1: it we've we've been using it for probably three years. When we first, well, Kristen, I was I've used pretty much everything I've had. Sitka, Cryptic, First Light, I've had it all, and I just. I'll use cryptic and then I'll use first light. I used to switch everything up constantly because I'm a gear freak. I just, my wife is just like, this is ridiculous. She spend so much money on gear every year. And it all started kind of when my wife was looking for, she's tall, got long arms. So the biggest thing is to find a coat that's comfortable for her. So when she reaches out, her sleeves don't go up to her elbows. And we were looking online and she's seen this Numa. I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was a very old company. She first seen it and it said it had talls that came out balls and the jackets and she was like "Hmm." so she ordered the jacket and ordered everything and and then we were kind of hooked up with some other people on some hunting fitness thing and they kind of partnered with NUMA and we just kind of continued to uh talk to them and wear their stuff and had super good luck with it and now uh David Strandberg the uh I think president they come turkey hunting here every year with Tom Martineau and like say Fred and some buddies came last year turkey hunting here in South Dakota. And so we had an awesome time. And I don't know, we just, yeah, kids are getting about that age where they can need some gear. So I think we're going to try to fit them into some Newman next year. And But yeah, we've had great luck with it. I'm just not saying just because we're friends with the guy that owns it, but it's been, for us, it's been great stuff. Like around South Dakota, um, the quality, I was actually super impressed with the quality of their pants. You know, you're looking at their pants, they look lightweight it almost kind of got like a ripstop material to it. And I hunted Colorado two years in a row. I had two different brands and I tore each pair of pants up there when I went up there back-to-back years. And I wore that the following year in Colorado and I wore it in Wyoming on a backcountry hunt. And I couldn't believe it how well it kept up. I did not tear it once. So that, I was very impressed with that. But it's been great gear for us. I'm. It's not like ultra light backpacking stuff, I wouldn't say. But for South Dakota, it's it's been great. And you, I mean, I wore it in Wyoming in the backcountry this year. I just didn't wear some of like the, um, the heavier jackets I wore, like say the, um, Lost Park. I always carry that in my part, in my pack for, for, um, you know, lighter weight for warmth and stuff like that. But yeah, I've worn them. If we've worn it for about three years, it's been great. I mean, if I didn't, I didn't like it I wouldn't use it that's just how I am I I don't just pick I just don't I got a discount on that so I'm gonna wear that for a little bit and then once I get a discount on that I'll wear that I'm just whatever gear we totally believe in and trust in and that's what we use not trying to like yeah trying to like we'll wear that so we get some free stuff for a little bit we're not like that we just we wear what we wear and what we enjoy and what we feel is quality and it's kind of how we roll I guess
0: Yeah, which is good. It's it's weird nowadays, and I'm sure it's probably always been like this. But we do get um, here at Kafaru frequently. um, You know, hey, we'd like to um, you know you to sponsor this. We love your gear. What you know, but they never wore it before. They've never tried it. And it's like, well, I mean, (laughs) yeah, how can we sign a contract with you when you never used our gear? Like, we need (laughs) kind of need to know you like it right before we sign up. But that's just this, this day and age, I guess. You get that you know quite a bit. Yeah, I know I can attest to you being a pain in the ass cuz um when you you went back and forth for ever on the packs trying to figure out uh, could, well I mean you ran Kefaro and you ran Exo and then your I think your your wife got a pack from us and then you would kind of went back and forth trying to figure out what pack you you know wanted which none of that bothers me. You were just you're super in tune with your gear and what you want. Which is good. We'd much prefer that than someone just saying, "Hey, give me some free shit, and we'll promote you." Um, nothing good ever comes out of that. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. There's too many people that, "Hey, I need free stuff, and then I'll like show you that." Um, then I'll pretend I like it or stuff like that. Or, but no, I started off with. I'm not even gonna mention the the name of the pack, which brand it was, but I didn't even load out a caribou in it. And the thing was, it was awful. It was the worst. It was so uncomfortable. Everything about it sucked. I hated it. Then I started looking at more packs. And then I first pack I bought the after that pack was a duplex, the Timberline one. I bought that and I wore that for two years, probably two, three years, I think. And then, um, I sold it. And I was actually going to buy the reckoning, get a different, that the lightweight frame and the reckoning. And I actually went and bought, uh, exo there i don't remember 5500 or whatever it was and i used that for two years and um, it's a good pack i liked it and then my wife bought the muskeg when that came out frame and ogl lid and all that for all her camera stuff because she had a xo x02 and it just did not work out for all her camera stuff no organization pockets really that great in it She used that for, I don't know, a year, not even a year. I I don't even know if we had it a full, we didn't even have it a full season. I was constantly like, I'm going to take it out hunting. I'm going to use it. And I just like, oh, I got to get rid of that. I got to get another Caparo. And it's just, and that's kind of how I went back to the Caparo frame and then the bags and exactly what I wanted. And I can take this use this bag, I you use that bag, I can use OGL that I can take that off. I don't need that. I don't have a bunch of gear. And just back to that frame, the rigidity of that frame and how it actually, the rigidity of it, but how it flexes and it's comfortable. And I'm just like, yeah, back to Kafaru. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I picked the gear that I feel that I like the best or it's most comfortable. And I just, it's just a customized way you customize. It just works for me. It's just, I'm not saying the other pack. It was a great pack. And just after wearing my my wife's pack for around for a while, she's like, "Just get your own instead of using mine for everything and get blood all over it up." So that's what I did. Sold my uh, EXO and went back to Kafaro And I've been—I can tell you—I've never even changed again. I guess it's pretty. I don't know how long I've had it now. A year? I've had it. Yeah, you've had it a year. Yeah, I packed out seven animals up this year, and it's like the thing that. When you have so much confidence in a pack, when I was packing all my mule deer, I was probably mm, not that far, maybe mile and a half, maybe two miles, not even, probably that far. But I put the whole deer in my pack, um, and it was sinking freaking freezing cold out. The wind was blowing 20 miles an hour, and I loaded that full entire mule deer and my gear and my spine scope and my rifle all in that pack, and I cinched the piss out of those buckles. And I'm like, you know, some packs I'd be like, ooh, I don't know. I can cinch the piss out of that and I don't have to worry about something breaking. I've never had anything break. Never had anything I worry about. And that's the nice thing I like about, like when I, about that stuff is that I don't, when I take it out, I know it's going to work. It's not going to, nothing's going to really have to worry about failing on it. And that's huge for me.
0: Well, and that's, I was kind of getting ready to say one thing that Frank is a tried and true guy. Like once he uses something, it is hard for him to switch. Like, to a point, I get irritated because I'm like, "Dude, we're supposed to be testing gear. Switch, like, try something else, <laughs> right?" But um, the the one thing that that's hard for me, and that I want to make sure people understand, is just because I'm using new gear, people automatically why the switch? And I'm like, "Well, ho- hold on, big wheels. I didn't switch shit. I'm testing. There's a huge <laughs> difference between yeah. switching and and testing. Like, I just grabbed some different arrows a, a few days ago. Some um, they're rampages, whatever. Anyway." uh and i've been using these vintage and i i bet i got 50 people man why'd you switch and i'm like if you've seen my garage you'll see there's not a lot of switching there is a lot of testing like i almost always have (laughs) you know when the when the rubber meets the road the same stuff but there won't be any switching until one is proven and and i feel confident and that could take a while um right you know and and you don't realize that when you're not as well known how many people start to you know because i'm like hey don't sell all your shit there's nothing wrong with what i just had like (laughs) this is just something new i'm going to try and it's a different setup and um you know whether it be broadheads or arrows or packs or you know there and there's nothing necessarily if you do switch wrong with the old one there just might be something a little bit you like with the new one or different and i know you're as bad of a gear junkie as i am and there's times where I change something. I'm like, this was a good, I'm glad I did this. And there's other times I'll get something new and try it. And about the whole trip, I'm like, man, this was a bad fucking idea. What was I thinking? It, it did not happen very often, but it happens. And I'm sure as much of a gear junkie you are, there's times where you're probably looking back like, man, I was so smart to do this. And there's other times you're like, man, I was a dumbass. Why did I think about changing it? That's just part of testing gear.
1: I agree. with I totally agree. Cause there's, I can do that. Like this year, I put some stuff in my pack. This year, like that, I carried up on the mountain more stuff. I'm like, I'm gonna try this. out. maybe this will work better. Stupid. More weight. Never use it. Set my pack heavier and heavier. Just load up my. And like that was stupid. So I got back to camp, unload everything, and just went back to my tried and true stuff. And I'm like, you say Frank is he's tough to test out new stuff. I'm the same way. Like if if I've used it before and I know it's like good and I liked it. I can go back to it, but if I've never used something and I'm used to my same stuff, it is so hard for me to switch. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's just it's my comfort level. I know that I'm good with it. I know I'm not going to have to worry about it. I'm like that, kind of.
0: Oh, I've, I've definitely put myself in some positions where I'm like, this was a bad fucking idea. Like, <laughs> why did I try this on this trip? And then there's other times where, you know, simple stuff that, um, you know, totally makes sense. And then there's a few times... I feel bad where I've promoted a few things. And then later on, you know, something after a certain period of time, I started to see failures in it and I'm like, ah, eh, God, I feel kind of bad. I mentioned this cause it's starting to fall apart or something. You know what I mean? Like something happened and I'm like, ah, I didn't. So I, I have to say over testing gear, seriously heavy for the last 12 years, I've learned even this morning talking with Randy cooling about these new arrows I'm trying. He's like, so, and I'm like, well, fucking hold on. I'm not saying that yet. I'm just, (laughs) there's initial happy aura for three or four days with new gear where you think it's awesome no matter what. Even a new bow, like, man, I shoot this bow better than I've ever shot it. And then a week later, you're like, fuck, I suck just as bad as I did before. Um, So that (laughs) new new gear aura is part of it, too.
1: Yeah, speaking actually speaking of gear, I looked, checked my email today, and um, I ordered another frame. I talked to you about that a while ago. My new frame should show up. Well, actually, it's not a new frame. It's the same duplex duplex fly, frame as my Muskegs on. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to order just for some backpack cardio. I was like, I'm just going to get another frame so I have to take my bag off. And then I'm going to give me another reason to buy another bag so I can have another pack so I don't have to switch everything out. But yeah, my pack or my bag's coming or my frame's coming today. So probably walking around the backyard with my frame on.
0: I don't think I screwed up either. I threw that striker. Well, I didn't do shit. Somebody asked me, and I said, yeah, throw a striker in there. Then, uh, And, you know, one of the things that's good with with you, and, and it's very hard to find people that don't f- lie, right? Like, when I say lie, omit. Like, when I send you the striker, if you're like, f- it's awesome, but I might have done this, and it's something that's arguable. It might be something that you like, but, you know, somebody else might not like it. Those are the things that you kind of weigh out what you want to change or or what you like or dislike and and obviously i've sent it to you to test out just because of the way you hunt not because we may not change anything on it uh but because you may because you fuck around with your gear you may learn something to do with it differently or or can help people out that have questions but it's hard to send stuff to people that are yes like a yes man like it's awesome love it like really there's nothing you don't like like no, nothing <laughs> like come on you know and so I mean when I when I when I test gear for guys I try to like, hey I, you know this is good x y and z but here's what I didn't like and, and you're good about that like you know you're like ah, I like this but I whatever and in, in, in certain pockets or you're like yeah I don't like this but I'll see if I can get used to it and a lot of times we just quit sending gear to guys like that. Cause it's like, or even discounts. Cause it's like, dude, I'm getting nothing out of you testing. Like, you know, if you're all you're going to do is tell me you love it every time, like, fuck that didn't do me any good. You know, I need you, need to hear it sucks at some point. I need to hear something's bad, you know?
1: Well, I'm sure that like when I was trying to do that musk egg, I'm like, God dang, I was like, I don't know how many times times I messaged you and text you. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if like, uh, I like that bag, but this one doesn't have it. I want this way. I want the zipper here but it doesn't have my side pouches and then I'm like, screw it. I said, just send me the damn thing. I'm sick of talking to you about, I want to have it this way. You're probably like, boy, this guy is thinking anal as hell. <laughs> but I don't, it's just the way I like my gear set up. But another thing is when you sent to me some of those pictures of that striker before it was actually for sale, I could like the tree stand part. That is, yeah, that is like going to work really sweet for a lot of people, I don't use a lot of tree stands. For me, I won't use that, but I was thinking like that pack is going to be for around here ass. for one reason. You don't need a bunch of gear when you go hunting in South Dakota, especially like in the area I do. You need your binoculars and my spotting scope. I always have my spotting scope in South Dakota. Just always have it. A couple things, some food, your water, and that's about it. You don't need a huge pack, which is, I mean, you could like that egg you have. You can suck that down in any, pretty much the, like there's nothing on there. But the thing about the striker, too, is, like, like even that mule deer I shot this year, I mean, it would have been so nice to just unbuckle them, three buckles on each side, throw the bag on there with the head, put all those straps, and you're done. Hook my gun, my rifle to my gun bearer, and then that pack is going to work really sweet for coyote hunting. For the part that you need minimal stuff when you're coyote hunting, you basically walk in a half a mile, quarter mile, mile, and make your stand. You got your calls. You can hook your fox throw to the back your gun bear on there for your gun. Or if you shoot some coyotes, you open that sink and pack up the three buckles. You you shoot one or two coyotes. You think you throw them in there and you strap them in. And you're good. There's no and There's no stuffing them inside your bag. There's none of that. That's going to be huge. I think
0: half of that design was off of a guy kind of like you, you know, I mean, a lot of it was obviously guys. We had a bunch of different cargo panel and Apollo's anyway, a bunch of shit. And, uh, some guys that are huge, you know, the guide governors tag holders and they do it very extreme hunts though. And they kind of described it mm-hmm. the same way you do. It's like, man, we if we need some extra clothing, we, we'll throw it in a dry sack or whatever, but we we need to get in there, shoot a giant goat, and get out with somewhat limited amount of stuff, but I don't want to carry this pack or compress it and and I also want to be able to you know with as far as like you know I don't want you know blood pooling up, that you know whatever the hides, and it's just it's a lot easier to deal with a wide open panel and then I was thinking, you know. Where Brady's at, there's a lot of, like, road lists where you're going in, and it's only a mile, mile and a half, and you might need a jacket, some snacks, and optics, and that's it. They, you know, kind of like Alberta. Like, this this might be a hell of a setup for him, which is why I called you and said, hey, dude, I'm going to send you one of these. Beat the shit out of him and let me know because it seems to fit where you're at pretty good. Plus, I know you turkey hunt, but that's the other thing. Turkey hunters with ground blinds, it's a bitch packing in ground blinds.
1: <laughs> they They suck. They suck. Yeah, that's going to be really nice.
0: Especially like,
1: like, I was watching some of your meal deer hunt in Alberta. Like, South Dakota is really similar. I mean, or where you were archery hunt with. Is it Lander? I think that's who you yeah. hunt with up there. Up there with him, it's really similar around here um, where we hunt for meal spot stock and meal deer. I mean, the terrain looks really similar. That striker pack is going to get used all the time around here. I'm not saying I'm not going to use my muskeg, but I'm going to use it. I'll probably more than likely use my muskeg and stuff like that when I head out west for little, you know, Wyoming, Colorado, Montana stuff. I mean, I'll, more than likely, I'm going to have both packs with me all the time, or at least in the truck. But yeah, I can't wait to use that striker pack. That thing's going to be awesome.
0: Well, hopefully we didn't forget to put it in there, but they did ask me, which is a good sign that I wasn't in charge of putting it in, because I <laughs> pretty much have told you every time, like, do not depend on me for shit. You got to remind me or I'll forget. But uh. Yeah, that's funny. What uh what gun are you I you use a gunworks rifle. I I think I saw that scope cover on there.
1: Ah, uh, that was a the scope cover was a Sig Sauer. That's um no, I got most of all my guns I got a few factory guns, but most of them are all custom rifles. The one I shot like my bear and my elk and my 2 mule deer and my wife shot her deer this year. That was a 300 Ultramag. That was not a high, high-end high stock. That's a, a, a Bell & Carlson stock with a benchmark, number four fluted barrel, just a Remington shoot-up action. I'm actually building my old wife, I wouldn't say kind of building a semi-custom. I just uh, bought a Tika the other day, brand new Tika for 600 bucks from a guy. Pulled a stock off, I pulled a barrel off. I ordered a benchmark barrel, a Tika contour barrel, having it chambered in. Uh, it's a newer cartridge. is isn't very common. It's a seven Sherman max, basically a seven short action ultra mag. And it's blowing the shoulder up to 40 degrees. And it's supposed to be a pretty sweet cartridge. I don't know. I read about one thing. It's like, I think I got to try that. I got to have it. So then I spend $2,500 on another rifle build. But I don't have like, like some of my rifles. Yeah. They're just semi-custom, full custom. I just about did a full build and that's going to, that's roughly around 45 to 5,500 bucks. And I'm like, if I just rechamber this, putting a new barrel on it, it'll be just like a full custom. I just want it won't have your high end seven hundred dollar McMillan or Manor stock or any of that. But I don't know. I wanna thinking about that. Um I know Frank's got one that XLR XLR chassis.
0: Man, I, I'm not even a fucking gun guy. And I packed that thing and I'm like, you know, I think I'm gonna have Pinch order me up one of these stocks and build me like a, you know, three hundred Short mag or or or, uh, or something just because you know I occasionally I'll go on a gun hunt just dude it's so nice because you fold it up fits in just about any pack Christ it fits in a day pack
1: yeah that's I haven't got that yet I was talking to uh what the it works for XLR guy like, I can't just thinking of talk to him the other day um anyways I'm trying to like Ryan Avery did that bought that XLR with the magnesium chassis with the carbon fiber stock I mean you can build those you chassis that light are unheard of. Like back in the day, you'd never be able to build a lightweight chassis rifle right that light. But yes, I think I'm gonna do the magnesium chassis with a, with a adjustable buttstock, and you know, there's so many things you can customize on those. You can build a really lightweight one. But that's next, one I'm gonna build that. Six point five. Good gun. I kind of got on a gun kick. I spent too much money on that crap. now. I need a new bow. I need to buy a new bow. Kristen got a brand new Matthew last year. Sinking loves it. I need to get a new bow. I need to kill some more stuff with my bow before I get a new bow.
0: I just bought Amy two of them. I fucking opened up a can <laughs> of worms on that when she went deer hunting. We got back and. Uh, she- He's like, I have a little trouble pulling my bow. I'm like, I'll go try some bows out. And the next thing you know, I'm buying two Matthews. So I'm like, fuck, that backfired on me. Shit.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I know. That's the funny thing. We were deer hunting this year. Kristen shot her buck. She's like, I kind of like that, that gun of yours. I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's not super light. And I was like, perfect. So there I go. I got this idea in my head. She needs a new rifle. So what do I got? Ordered some parts. Bought a gun. Pulling the barrel off. Got another gun. Semi-custom build for her. She mentions one little thing, and there it is.
0: Dude, dude, here's with amy is so freaking spoiled right so 10 15 years ago working side <laughs> jobs re-roofing you know putting in shower doors you know how you're doing the same shit to, to buy a you know spot hog site and a new boat well off a fucking phone call she's got new arrows new rests, new two spot hog sites you know so she's got f- two fully pimped out matthews avails brand new x impacts for one for the target boat and you know, she like, La la la, I might shoot today. And I'm like, Yeah, you're <laughs> spoiled. You're like, I'm out here like eating up with everything, tuning, whatever. And she's like, Oh, I got some new Ironwell Broadheads. I'm like, Yeah, I just bought them for you. Oh, those are pretty. I'm like, Yeah, a little <laughs> different, whatever. As long as you're happy, right? <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, no, I tell Kristen, I said, You're so spoiled. She's like, Whatever. I am not. I'm like, What do you mean not spoiled? I said, <laughs> I've been working these weekends so I can buy I'll build you a gun or I can buy you this new bow or whatever. But no, it's I don't know. I feel like sometimes I gotta spoil them so they enjoy it and they're not like oh all you do is think about yourself. It's all about you. <laughs> you know how that? Yep. You're hunting all the time. It's all about you. When are you ever gonna be home? Oh yeah, I know it's. So that's why I bought Chris on a plane ticket to go fly her up to Denver and hang out with Amy for.
0: I know. Actually, for a while, I, I got kicked out of the house to go to. So that was a conundrum because I was supposed to go to Arizona with Jake, and then I had a bunch of people call me to go to the ATA show, and uh I'm like, man, I I better go. And then I I like woke up one morning and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not going to the ATA show. I'm going to go kill shit. And uh, <laughs> so I <laughs> so I just have to deal with me not coming. And so. Uh, Amy was like, "I got to be out of the house anyway, so um, you know those guys can go play." So I'm heading down to Arizona with Jake to go shoot mule deer and Haveline and coos deer. So worked out good for me.
1: That'll be perfect.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. The um, she, she does she cooks quite a bit, and I'll probably get your wife on here with Amy just because they're both pretty crafty in the kitchen. But she she does quite a bit as far as cooking and and uh, you know healthier eating. Uh, from what I on the outside looking in and you know people have asked me about it before does she kind of get into that is that her kind of her deal
1: oh she loves it absolutely loves she loves cooking and she loves fitness and she loves um she loves to see people make changes in their life to to see you know from an an unhealthy eating habit changing it to more of a healthy eating habit hopefully prolong your life to see changes in your life, to make you happier, to make you healthier, stuff like that. And that all started with her when she had celiacs. Um, she couldn't, I mean, she's allergic to wheat. She's allergic to corn. And um, she never realized that till I think, I don't remember how many years we were married until she's like, God, I just, everything she ate, she felt like crap. Her inflammation was horrible. And she pretty much changed everything. And like everyone's like, oh my God, you got to eat gluten-free stuff? That sucks. That's going to be disgusting. She loves cooking. You cannot you honestly can't tell if it's gluten or gluten free. I mean, I don't actually. The more I eat less gluten I eat, I feel way better. So she's she took her um her fitness and training uh whatever she so she's a certified nutrition um, health coach um, whatever I don't even know what, what it all is. But so she's been doing that for about a year and absolutely loves it. And um, the cooking the recipe she does it's it's good thing it's health it's healthy food because I would be a badass if i think and if she ate if she cooked like her mom her mom cooks like really good food but it's like greasy and it's like bars we got like seven things of bars and cookies here right now and it's like good lord so of course (laughs) i get up and have some make some black rifle coffee this morning and um, go over to the container full of breakfast bars and start eating bars right away in the morning i'm like See, this what happens your mom comes, I eat like crap and I feel like ass because my joints are inflamed, you know, all that sugar. Yeah, like she's got, like she makes homemade, ke- oh, you've seen that, kombucha, she makes her own kombucha, makes her own granola, she makes dehydrates. I mean, like when we went elk hunting this year, there was like 40 or 50 dehydrated meals she made for us. And then we made jerky and smoked on the camp chef. And so, yeah, we were pretty much set. Like every morning we'd have dehydrated meals like oatmeal and blueberries and powdered milk in there. I mean, there was no sense. Like every morning we usually get up in the wall tan at like three in the morning. We cook eggs and bake and all that. Well, that's, that's really good. but That gets really old quick when you got to wake up like an hour and a half early and try to get everything ready. and Instead, we just had oatmeal and taken jump in the truck and went right to the trailhead and hiked in. But so yeah, I'm super thankful for her ability to cook like that and, be that generous to make me meals for 10 days if I needed to to eat in the back country like last year we went buddy and I we went in 7 miles with llamas on his elk hunt and that's all we ate was the dehydrated meals that she made so that was and healthy it wasn't tons of sodium i mean i'm not you know some of those other companies which they all they're all good or whatever there's a reason they got this extra sodium in there but i looked like a stinking Michelin man after one of my wyoming hunts i was so Loaded and puffy and I felt like complete crap because I ate for seven days mountain house, and I was like oh my gosh
0: yeah it's bad I'm in the same boat and, and the same thing lucky with Amy because she likes to to do all that and I I do not um I can and and there's things she didn't know on the the cooking side of things in the sense of with the dehydrator but that took about two minutes to show her and then I didn't have to fuck with it anymore so it was great <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know I could do it too but I don't I don't
0: have any desire and it doesn't make me happier to do it
1: so I don't do it but she loves it so I let her do it. Kristen actually did a a podcast with um Rock Slider Rockcast with Jordan Budd on dehydrating backcountry meals and stuff so that's out there too that's which is yeah I mean like some of those meals now like you can I don't know how long they're good for I mean they're not good for 5 years or whatever they're you usually eat them every season so it's not a big deal anyways but it's just basically taking making your own food dehydrate it and putting it in vacuum sealing it i guess you got to be careful on fat on you got to be careful on the facts because i guess that can go rank yeah on you pretty quick i guess if you got a bunch of fat in there and um i think like dairy stuff but other than that i think it's yeah they work good my son loves them so if you can get kids that say they're good Others oh, must be all right yeah
0: <laughs> i taking a amy out because i don't you know when i first met amy she she hadn't been really outdoors i don't know whatever you go well i was telling you you guys have to come out backpack in right you can't i mean you catch so many fish you get tired of catching them so i bring in aluminum foil and whittled some sticks and we got fish on aluminum foil and uh i didn't know what monster i was letting out of the box because then she's hounding me <laughs> when are we going when are we going i mean she's she likes to do it. She likes cooking, you know, in the outdoors. I just, I was, I was like, I just bring seasoning, salt, and olive oil. And anyway, she, she really got into it. So it was a good sign for me not having had her hunt yet that she was keen on that or, you know, whatever. Little did I know what monster I was creating now. But, yeah, you know, it was, it was good because she, she kind of was learning about the outdoors because she was basically a vegan when I met her. She certainly did not eat uh-huh. me. And so obviously now you can see we got four deep freezers full and I'm eating pound and a half, of wild <laughs> game a day, and she's eating it as well. So it's good. I'll be excited for her and Kristen to get together just because whatever. I'm, I don't know about Kristen, but Amy could talk, you know, Bin Laden out of hiding. So it'll be good. And she's cooped up with me all the time. <laughs> so
1: Yeah, no, I, yeah, like Kristen was saying, like, they, those two have so much in common that it's kind of, I'm like, well, why don't, so I kind of talked to Amy a little bit and said, Hey, what's one of these times work if I fly her out there? I like, I was hunting so much this year. I kind of felt bad. She's kind of, you know, she wasn't stuck home, but she was, uh, I'm going hunting. So that means you got to watch the kids or I'll take a couple with me. And, uh, but I'm like, you know what? Every year I like to do something after hunt season Just you know, here, here's a plane ticket. Go fly somewhere, go hang out with someone and whatever, just to be like, yeah, you deserve that. I don't want to be like a thinking, could be like nope you're gonna continue to sit home you're gonna clean you're gonna watch the kids you're gonna <laughs> so yeah I think they got a lot in common so that'll be good and
0: yeah yeah it'll be it'll be cool I think um you, well we'll see what monster you've created after they're apart after that weekend and see how many more trips we're driving to South Dakota or you're driving to Colorado but I would imagine <laughs> it is weird i I kept telling her I was like this Kristen chick could be your sister like you guys have way too much in common so it'll be interesting but The uh, how many little rugrats do you have?
1: Three. We got three kids, and yeah, I got a ten-year-old boy, and then a seven-year-old girl, and uh, just a four-year-old girl. And they all absolutely love the outdoors. They absolutely love going hunting, which and camping. They love it. I just like you know I was like so worried about when we had our first kid. I'm like, oh my god, I hope it's a boy because I just got a bunch of girls, and I don't want to go hunting. Oh my gosh. And I would have never thought that my middle-aged daughter, if anything I thought would have been my youngest one would be like, you know, outdoors and hunting. But I think my middle one is holy bucket. She's thinking diehard. I can never. She's like, it was funny. Cause we were, I said, I got her a, a something for Christmas. It's, she's probably around the corner. So I'm not going to say it out loud, but got her something for Christmas telling her about it. And I was like, guess what it is? She's like, well, um, I think it might be one of those. Kafaru packs. I'm like, well no i didn't get you that no, she's like oh that's okay though <laughs> i was gonna get her a door gunner but she got a lot of other stuff and i'm like well i'm just gonna wait maybe we'll see but so yeah she just i'm super thankful that my kids love the outdoors and you know some people are and i don't know i don't want people to think that i force my kids in going outdoors and some people are like oh you just take them hunting and they don't have a choice well they actually do have a choice I mean we take them out do you like it do you enjoy it if not no then you don't have to come with like when I go deer hunt I give my kids an option I mean you, I mean do you want to stay home with mom do you want to play with some friends and almost every time they're like I want to come hunt you, and I want to come hunting and wake me up when you go so no I'm super thankful for that
0: yeah that's cool it, it it's good my daughter's the same way although you know for I didn't because she wasn't here I got partial custody so well now she's 18 she can come see me whenever she wants but you know, in the summer or whatever, it was always, you know, shooting, backpacking and yeah, it's nothing I ever, I mean, I drug her ass everywhere with me, but she certainly was not, you know, she was the one that was like, Hey, are we going to go fishing today? Or Hey, are we going to go hiking today? Which is a pretty good sign they want to go if they're the one hounding you to go.
1: Right. Oh yeah. It's, it makes, I don't know, as a dad, it makes it feel pretty good when they ask you, when are we going to go fishing or can we go hunting or can we go hiking or pack, pack, pack? And that's, i don't know especially when they when she shot her first deer and she's her friends came over and asked if she wanted to play and she's like no i'm gonna help my dad cut up my deer i'm like wow <laughs> wow i would have never thought that but so i don't know hopefully i'm doing something right
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it seems like yeah that definitely seems like it but well cool well man i um we've been on about 45 minutes i probably should get off here and go back to work i um I had to grow up and be an adult at the office for a week. I've been gone so much, and then I was sick for a week. And then uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do podcasts with a bunch of people while everybody's gone cause we got a bunch of people out of the office. And, and this morning I was like, man, I should get Brady on. Just definitely let people know where your Instagram page just because you got a pile of cool photos and a bunch of animals on there.
1: Yeah, it's Brady Ritterath. That's all it is, um, D-R-A-D-Y-R-E-T-T-E-R-A-T-H. And then, um, that's, that's my, my wife's is actually, her, my wife's name is Kristen Ritterath, but her Instagram one is actually gathering help. Um, that's kind of her business part thing of it. So yeah, we got, yeah, I don't know. I post a lot of hunting outdoor pictures and I don't know. I just, I don't know. The Instagram thing caught me a long time ago is I just love looking at pictures. So that totally attracted me to Instagram instead of Facebook. And I don't know. I can't stand Facebook at all. I, I think it's, too much drama on there for me, so I just don't hardly ever on it. Or, but all my pictures and everything, I post it all on Instagram. So if anyone wants to go check it out, they're
0: all on there. Gotcha. What the, actually? It, totally. because 'cause I'm curious. What origin is Redarath? German. Okay, I figured it had to be German or Scandinavian or something. <laughs> yeah, German. How many people? Yeah, my, I don't know. Gouge that name up. They
1: spell like every time I get like or if I order something or they ask for my email. Never get an email right. It's like, checker, you junk. Like when I say this R-E-T-T-E-R-A-T-H, I don't know if I got that big of a, I don't know if I say it that stupid or what, but they think it's a P. So they're like P-H. And I'm like, no, it's a T as in Tommy. And it's, <laughs> the email's always screwed up. I don't, and it's probably, I don't know. I used to say Ritterath, sort of like an I, but no, it's Ritterath. <laughs> I don't
0: So. Uh, Lord. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, cool. Well, man, I, I appreciate you coming on and uh, definitely you guys have to get you guys down here for some, for some fishing this, uh, this summer and do some shooting or something. But, uh, but yeah, and thanks for the support with Kefaru and yeah, again, appreciate you coming on.
1: Yeah, no, appreciate. Thanks for all that you do for the hunting industry and building great packs and all that. You know, we're, yeah, we'd love to get together and go do some backpacking, some fishing. I know my wife and I've been talking about it for a long time. We just haven't done it yet. So,
0: yeah, definitely. Well, cool, cool. Well, yeah, tell your wife. I'll get her on here at some point. I'll probably have Amy on, so I won't have to talk that much. They can handle all that, and I'll just <laughs> lay back. <laughs> oh, Cool. Well, cool. Well, have a good Christmas, and uh, tell Chris and I said hello, and uh, we'll talk to you soon enough.
1: All right. Take care. You tell Amy. have a, You guys have a Merry Christmas.
0: Sounds good, man. Take it easy.